Kentucky Wesleyan College officially welcomed Dr. Thomas Mitzel as the 35th president of the college with an inductory news conference on Wednesday. There were featured speakers, plus the new president himself had these words to say. This is his full speech. I do want to thank everybody who had a part in bringing Rhonda and I to the campus from the very beginning when I first started learning about Kentucky Wesleyan College until the time I began to interview, until the time I was selected. It, uh, the, the beauty of not just the campus, but the mission of the college continued to grow within my mind and the possibilities of where Kentucky Wesleyan College can go in the next five years, 10 years, 20 years. It's phenomenal. I do want to thank Mark Darrell once again for his five years of stewardship and, and just doing wonderful work. I've been on the job for three days. So I'm pretty sure I won't have it at all of this. One of the questions I get often is, what are your goals? What are you going to do? What is your first step? And I think that is a type of question that can be a little bit dangerous. Before you begin to make decisions for the future, you need to be, really learn about the past of an institution, where it began what it has done, where it wanted to go before. You need to know the present. Where is it at now? What type of student does it bring in? What type of faculty and staff does it have? How does it work with the community? And then, once you have that information, you can begin to make good decisions. So instead of telling you about all of the decisions we're going to make in the next three weeks, about what I might do is tell you a little bit about guidelines by which I go forward in, in my own life and in my positions. And I generally have three of them. And the first one, I think is extremely important, is that community and teamwork is a platform upon which we must build. And that is community and teamwork on campus. That is community and teamwork within the city of Owensboro. And community and teamwork within the region. One of the things I will say today is I do not want for Kentucky Wesleyan College to just be a college in Owensboro or a college in the region. I want Kentucky Wesleyan College to be the college for Owensboro and the college for the region. And that means we have to all be working together on campus, across campus, and across all of the different educational areas we have within this region. Working alone, we miss too much. Working together, we can build a very vibrant area of which we can all be extremely proud. And we already have a very vibrant area. My goal is hopefully just to continue building upon that area. So that community and that teamwork will be extremely important. And I've spoken with many of you, uh, and for the rest of you in the audience, I will be reaching out as well to learn about your dreams, your desires, how you see the college, how you would like to see us go forward, and how you would like to see us be a partner with you as we move forward. So that is my first guideline. That community and teamwork is a platform upon which we must build. The second of my guidelines is that students are paramount. Without students, you don't have higher education. I have two caveats to my students are paramount. The first one is that what we've been reading in, in the national news over the last 10 or 15 years is all about service and customization of higher education. So my first caveat is, students are not customers. We are not here 
to give students what they want. We are here to give students what they need. Now, they should have a lot of fun while they're here. But a customer always gets what he or she wants, no questions asked. That is the mantra of a salesperson. We're not trying to sell them anything. We're trying to give them a wonderful education. The example I like to bring up is if a student has to be up at 2.30 in the morning, which most of them will be at some time or another, my hope is that they're studying, which is probably not their first choice if they're up at 2.30 in the morning. Then I also like to, when, when students look at teachers and faculty and look at, at folks who are up talking, they say, how can you get up in front of a group? How can you get up in front of a group and talk? And they don't realize we started in the same place as them, that when you get up, first time you get up in front of a group, your knees are shaking, you're sweating, and all you want to do is slink down into the cracks in the floor. No student ever wants to get up and speak. When they do a survey of the top 10 fears in a person's life, number one is generally death. We aren't quite sure where we're going afterward. We hope we have a pretty good idea, but nobody's really ever come back and told us. The second fear, second greatest fear, is public speaking. And sometimes they switch places. So if we did not pull students up in front of a crowd and have them begin to talk to people, have them begin to address crowds, have them begin to communicate in that fashion, they wouldn't do that. No student ever wants to do that on his or her own. You wouldn't do that to a customer. But you do that to a student that you're trying to shape into the next generation of leadership and spiritual guidance and to make sure that they are equipped with the palette of colors they need to be the artists that they are. So students aren't customers. We treat them as well as we can. But we also give them the education that they need. And hopefully we do that in a way that they learn this really is just one step on their educational pathway. Higher education is not where your education ends. It's one of the stepping stones. And education is lifelong. That's part of what we need to instill within our students. So my second caveat, which I've been hearing about the same time, is that education is really a commodity. But a commodity is something you buy, sell, and trade. Education is not to be bought, sold, or traded. It's something on which you need to work every day of your life, individually, in groups, reaching out to others. It's a never-ending process, hopefully a fun process, but a never-ending process. And that is also what we hope to instill within our students as we go forward. That the education they are getting here, building upon what they've gotten in K through 12, is really that stepping stone to go forward and to continue that lifelong learning and the love of a lifelong learning in whichever field they choose. So students are paramount. That's my second guiding principle. They're paramount with two categories. My third guiding principle is that faculty and staff are core to the institution. And as important as are the students, if you don't have good faculty and staff, you do not guide the students well. Higher education is one of the few areas where somebody can enter and still work for 20, 30, 40 years. The average person graduating today is going to change jobs every two and a half years. We have to get them ready for that possibility. But higher education itself is an area where people can work for decades. What I always tell people when I meet them and what I learned very quickly, the degree you've earned 
lasts for about four years. After that, if you have not learned beyond that, that area, you become like an old textbook, a little bit outdated. You still know what you learned, but it doesn't encompass everything. If we have faculty and staff who are with our family for 20 years or 30 years, we have to give them the tools to stay caught up. If we want to continue teaching our students at the top international level, we have to give opportunities to our faculty and our staff to stay at the top of their field in whichever field that may be. Otherwise, we're not being fair to our faculty and staff, and we're not being fair to our students. So we have to integrate these three guiding principles. So I can't stand here today and tell you what we're going to put in place for new rules or regulations or changes on what pathways we may walk in the next four months. I have to have those discussions. We have some good ideas. We have a great team on the campus. We have a great board. We've already started really good discussions. But I'm not ready to tell you in which direction we're, we're going to be taking uh, permanently because we don't know yet. We have to learn, I have to learn that history better. I have to learn the present a little better. We have to have some further discussions. But I can tell you that I hope we can follow these guiding principles because when you do, you tend to make the right decisions. You tend to follow the pathway that should, that where we should go forward. So that is my philosophy. That is what I hope to do. I'm so excited to be here. And I have one more person I need to thank that I forgot earlier. And she does not like to have a lot of attention drawn upon her. But I do wish to thank my wife, Rhonda. For the last 30 years, she's been my guiding, my guiding light, my, my guiding principle. And I, I treasure every day I have with her. So thank you, Rhonda. The Dr. Tom Mitzel era began January 2nd. 